I think it's often underestimated what a tremendous resource the, the Stour Valley is. I mean, it's a wonderful thing for people like walkers, runners, canoeists, anglers, bird spotters, and wildlife folk of all kinds. It's also hugely used for water. You know, much of the drinking water in the area comes from the Stour. Water from agriculture comes from the Stour. <clears throat> it, often, it also takes water away. Uh, general drainage from the roads, for instance, and uh, also from the sewage treatment works, clean water gets put, put back into the Stour. So it's really, it's really a fantastic resource, and of course it doesn't entirely arise totally by accident. There's huge numbers of people, some of whom are working for the authorities, but many of whom are volunteers, are busily out there, more or less all day, maintaining it for the common good. Dedenvale AOMB has a, their, their Stour Valley volunteers who go out and do their fortnightly tasks um, and they'll do that with the countryside officers and, but I, I run sort of separate river related conservation tasks so some of that group will come out with me and I have some other volunteers that, um, who aren't part of that group who will also come out so yeah I mean you know cannot speak highly enough of the volunteers that, that come out and and do the work that, that they do and we really could, could only do a fraction of what we're able to do w without them um, you know they'll come out they'll come out and help plant trees um, they'll they'll come and help do um, Himalayan balsam pulling so they'll you can actually um, pull that plant out um, just through, through hand pulling but I have now found a, a, a safe way of using volunteers to control giant hogweed as well which has been really helpful um, the volunteers help with um, river restoration projects as well so some river restoration projects we do it might be um, putting in uh, brushwood mattresses in, in, into the river which is basically using brash and, and debris and, and you put it into the river uh, you know pin it into the side of a river and that is like amazing fish habitat so they all um, you'll get little fish fry and things that live within that. Yeah, I mean, our, our volunteers are absolutely vital to, to the work that we do. We've got a whole new batch of volunteers undergoing training for boat work now. Um, the, the, we, we've got some volunteers that... that uh, they don't want to go on the boats, they want to come and cut the grass, um, build things, help to maintain. They're not really interested in boats, but they, they do a lot of good work. And we've got one chap who looks after the grounds here. He's a frustrated gardener. He's got he's, His garden at home is six by eight, and he comes down here and he works three or four days a week here through the summer. Yeah, all, it's, there's different things, different people. I think we've got room for everybody. You know, the ladies in the tea room, they're all dedicated volunteers. Uh, a lot of them, their husbands come along and, and join the boat crew up when they've seen their wives having a good time in the tea room. You know, they come along and they join the boat crew. So perhaps we're a bit, one big happy family. What we're going to do now, George, we're going to turn this, turn the boat round. The way we do it, 
you can find spaces to use the rope. So, yeah, just, just yeah, without the volunteers, we'd be stuffed in, and lots of people have different roles or the level of, in, of how much they want to be involved. So you've got the volunteer who will happily cut the grass, the volunteer who will happily crew the boats, and then you've got the other volunteer who might do that as well, yeah, but is also more involved with the running of the trust and trying to push us into a certain direction about how we grow and make the trust go on for another 50-odd years. Because so many of the volunteers for the trust are of the older generation. Because I suppose that's when you have more time to spare. Though even then, I think sometimes I wonder, how do we work and then do everything? Because you just find lots of stuff to do. You have that kind of person involved. But yeah, we don't seem to be able to retain or interest like the younger member. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's just not as interesting an organisation to get involved with it or I'm not sure well, they, don't, they can't see what because we tend to push the boat trip so much as well and, and lots of people volunteer to go on the boats so and maybe not everyone wants to do that but they're not seeing the other things that we do or we're not pushing it enough to say oh no no it's, it's this as well The other great thing we have these days is, is, as I said before, it's volunteers. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of volunteering going on. How that long that will last, because if people are having to work longer, I suspect um, there won't be the volunteers around soon because they are people who've just taken retirement, you know, I guess, late 50s, early 60s, and they've still got quite a lot of life and energy and, and willingness to do something in them. Uh, and they, they come up and volunteer. And it is a phenomenal amount of work they do do. And they, they, the great thing about them is actually they, they just want to do something. So the enthusiasm is, is, is extraordinary, really. They just they volunteer for two or three different things. We have our own team of volunteers. Then you go somewhere else and, and the guy's got his National Trust um, jacket on. He's volunteering for National Trust. Uh, and then you go to Clare um, Country Park and, and, and somebody's there volunteering for them as well. So it's a tremendous amount of... of um, uh, I, mean, I think some people must spend a sort of five day a week volunteering in different organisations. It is phenomenal. And actually, we couldn't exist without that because you, if, if you convert that into our, you know, jobs, if you like, so a large number of staff, far more than we've actually got, um, we'd need to pay, which we couldn't possibly do, um, who, who's being met by the volunteer team we've got. Yeah, it, it is amazing. And, and the, the, their wish to uh, sort of conserve the area is, is phenomenal, really. While you were talking, I was also thinking of our, our own volunteer team in the, in the Stuart Valley, the Stuart Valley Volunteers. And they do yeah, fantastic work on access projects, on wildlife projects and, and so forth. And, and we actually are not really promoting uh, that team to seek new volunteers at the moment because, yeah, we are at capacity, yeah, of that. Yeah, we, we have a member of staff, uh, uh, Emma the, 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 and Neil, that support those volunteers, but we yeah we are at capacity of that, and I think again that just shows yeah the the community in the Stuart Valley really do care um, yeah for their local environment, and yeah not just sort of uh, talking about it that they're out there yeah in all weathers yeah sometimes they come back after it's been a, a wet day and you know, I almost feel embarrassed that I have been staring into that computer all day in the warm dry drinking my nice cups of tea and coffee. But yeah, they, they've been out there, you know, 
yeah, phys- working physically in some pretty appalling conditions and doing fantastic work. And I think, yeah, it, it really goes to show that people do you know, have a real uh, investment uh, in, in, in the area. I think all the community groups are constituted slightly differently, but there are lots of community groups that we work with, particularly with our volunteers, because we don't own any land. So when I'm putting my programme together for our volunteers who go out and do practical conservation work, I have to go out and seek jobs and work. So we, and we, we go to a lot of community sites. So um, I would say probably maybe 20 you know, uh, all very different, small sites, big sites, woodland sites, riverside sites, you know, um, and that's why I love our volunteers, you know, love coming out to work with us because they go to a, a real variety of sites and, you know, some sites that they wouldn't go to normally because maybe they're private or the access isn't so good and so they, and they do a variety of work. So it could be that we're scything, um, uh, you know, sedge from a, you know, um, a meadow or we're doing a bit of coppicing so that you know it is that variety and it is supporting those community groups because we have such a lot of volunteers we can get a lot of work done in a very short space of time and so yeah we they, they like us to, to come and help <laughs> we've got well over 20 plus on our on our on our list and, and people in reserves and uh, yeah we've, I've just built that up over time I think you know they they really enjoy the camaraderie you know they're, they're a superb bunch of people and uh, they they enjoy the banter they have good banter and a lot of it is my expense as well which is quite funny but I can take it and yeah, we have a good laugh and they enjoy the chocolate biscuits and you know the, the, the breaks and yeah, it's. I think it's really good for a lot of, you know, a lot of the volunteers because maybe they're living on their own or, you know, they they don't get out so much. So it's it's quite good for them, you know, to get out and, and see other people and do a bit of physical exercise and feel like they're doing something wonderful, you know, to support the environment. Ilsa keeps you very beginning we used to have a team from the resource center so there were uh, people with learning difficulties because that was my background i'd worked uh, at a, uh, myself for suffolk county council as a horticultural instructor uh, so i i enjoyed working with that uh, client group and uh, and so i contacted them in here in sudbury and we had a team come for a good number of years but then things changed with them uh, and so they fell by the wayside and so I thought well w- let's open it up for the general public and see, see what happens and yeah we got some really enthusiastic characters come along but boy oh boy well I suppose we were a bit green about it and, uh, and they didn't know what they were doing to put it bluntly so they were interesting days <laughs> but now <coughs> the, the team you know, they've, they're keen enough to simply keep coming and because they keep coming they are now extremely experienced uh, so all those issues of the past have gone and you know they turn up and they ask right what have we got to do yes okay and the, and the way they get, go and they do it uh, we're here you know uh, working with them 
but uh, they're a fantastic team. There's around about 20 on the on the list, and um, they don't all come because they're most of them are retired, even though some of them are younger than I am. Uh, but they, you know, they do things. They have other commitments. They have grandchildren, and they have foreign holidays or whatever. But they come when they're here. They come, and uh, we have a great time. They're they're wonderful. You know, a bit of uh, light banter, and <laughs> it's, it's it's great fun. I I actually that that for me over the years has been the sort of the highlight is the the volunteer days when the team comes. It's great fun. I really thoroughly enjoy it. And because they're experienced, boy, do we get a lot of work done really make a big, big difference. <laughs> because the two of us, we could never manage all, all these acres uh, for nature conservation and dotting the I's and crossing the T's just would not be possible. It would be much sort of broader brushstrokes. But with the volunteers, we can attend to uh, just about everything. So, yeah, can't uh, praise them enough. Yeah, so we've got our own volunteers and then we might have the odd uh, outside group that will come in. So Depton Care Farm is a, is a notable example. So they bring in uh, the uh, people, young people there with uh, learning difficulties and autism that come on here and uh, they enjoy it, don't they? Very good. Yeah. And, the, and then we also get Stour Valley uh, Project volunteers coming en masse uh, several times a year to do, pro do a day's work, you know, so... The hedge planting, I think you had about 20 people all told got involved Loads in Loads of people dipped in and out. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing it in all weathers, yeah. driving yeah. driving rain, mm. frost, yeah. Yeah. snow. <laughs> we got them in. Yeah. My wife and I retired. We felt that we needed to do something to fill in the time and equally perhaps put something back into the environment that... Uh, so we looked this up on a website and uh, then came along and, and started and we found that we, we really enjoy it and, and most of the people we work with are of a similar age um, some are a bit older Bob aren't they but not a lot um, we were working yesterday I know it's with um, the Sabri Commonlands but you're clearing it's quite a wide footpath but you're just maintaining it and I must have had 10 different people who thanked us for what we're doing, you know, which it, it is, is nice, isn't it? And, and it is a, well, the path runs now from um, Sudbury, doesn't it, all the way to Melford now, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and we are just about maintaining that. The, the top end isn't quite as well maintained. Well, we've only just started doing that, haven't we? Yeah, and, and that's, um, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know, feel good factor, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Um, and if you feel under the weather, you don't have to come, do you? Oh, no, no. No, because no. you had a period of time where you, you had your balance all... Oh, yeah. 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 But he's back with us now. Um, it's also, the Stour Valley Path is very diverse, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, up where where you are, they live in Ber East Burgo, isn't it? Yeah, that sort of area. It's completely different to the other end at, mm -hmm. at Havenhill. Really. Um, but there's always tasks to do. Yeah, it really makes you focus on 
yeah. the micro aspect. You know, you listen to the news in the morning and think, oh, this world. And then you come out and you do a task yeah. which is really focused on something positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's fantastic, because that's all we can do, isn't it? Yeah, that's, you can only do your bit, do. isn't it? If everybody um, does their bit. But we can do it, and it's yeah. It, it was yeah. like another thing we did yesterday was concentrated on picking up as much litter as we could by the side of the paths. Which I said, well, it doesn't look too bad, but then David Taylor said to me, well, of course, the school holidays haven't started yet. Because <laughs> that's the trouble. People will go into Sudbury and buy something, eat it, and by the time they've done half a mile along the path, they just throw it. Yeah. David, he will actually get in there and, and, and look for it. Yeah, he, he'll, he, he say, will climb in there. There's a can there. He'll go in and make sure there isn't can. Invariably, he comes out with arms from that. Yeah. yeah. But he's pretty good. And you see a footpath coming yeah, through yeah. there. So this, this, there's a, a, a big footpath up there, so that's why everybody's up there. And they're clearing it because... I think it's maybe even next week. She's got she has school parties come down that, that go around looking at nature, do a bit of dipping in the stream, I think, and, and all this kind of thing. Well, poor children, of, I don't know what ages they are, but they need a bit of access. Is, if there's anything stuff, any stuff I can't slash down, Bob's got the loppers and the. Uh. Emma said she wanted it nice and wide. When you're walking round, if anybody's using one of them, keep out of the way, at least you know, the distance you are from the hill now. And is your preference to use hand tools over sort of powered tools? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it could well be, um, once it's been roughly cleared, it may be that somebody will go along, you know, with a mower. But initially you can't because you don't know what's underneath. You know, there might be rocks or, you know, logs or something like that. Oh, yes, if, if there's big holes or something like that, then... Mm. You know, you'd probably have to kill them. People who have like the um, the boat trips or come to the tea room, they're actually surprised when they discover people are volunteers. Because I suppose there's so many organisations where it is it's it's staff and yeah, it's more of a commercial operation they're like oh you're volunteers because it's I mean they do put in they put in long days and yeah they do work really hard the volunteers it's nice though because then you get them and it's funny as well but it sometimes does change someone's perception when they find out someone's a volunteer as opposed to a paid member of staff it's sort of like, oh but it, I don't know they sort of step back and go oh no they give it, have a bit more respect it's amazing like if you're so if you're a member of staff you're like no not interested you're paid to be here it's like no oh you choose to be here so yeah we started in just after the summer olympics so that's 2012 um so that's what six years ago um what made us start well we live near the river Stour in east Burgos. Um, 
lovely part of the country. And of course when we saw that there was a group of volunteers of a certain vintage, <laughs> then we thought, yeah, let's go for it. And we came along and we were lucky actually because there was a gap. I think there was a bit of a waiting list sometime because it's quite a popular thing to do. So we, um, we joined in and I, you know, we've always been interested in the environment, conservation, ecology, you know, saving the planet, all that stuff. Um, so it's a couple of it's a gooseberry bush around here. Oh yeah. Two gooseberries. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is there a baby underneath? No. Yeah. They won't be right yet, will uh, Just love the countryside really. But no particular skills. Bit of bird spotting. Yeah. That sounds like buzzards, doesn't it? Just not. Yeah, there's a buzzard up there. Two of them. Oh too, yeah, too yeah. low. Oh yeah, yeah. Too high up. Brilliant. Great sight. It is so interesting. If you look at birds, bird books before the 1980s, they'll say there are no buzzards anywhere in East Anglia. You know, there's a, they say there's a line from the Wash down to the Isle of Wight, and anything Wait. east of that, you won't find buzzards. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at them. <laughs> Real success story. Um, a lot of insects today, which is actually quite encouraging. When you read about how insect populations are absolutely decimated, and how although people get irritated by some insects, they're absolutely a crucial part of the environment and the um, sort of micro. It was. Um, I used to be a public rights away officer the local authority and then when I retired from that I was I was aware of the, this group going anyway so I, I emailed um, Emma and uh, started the, in fact there was, was a task the next day and I always remember the first task it was absolutely beaten it down with rain <laughs> and we all got absolutely soaked and that was thoroughly enjoyable that was really strange because you're getting wet doing anything else is sort of a bit uncomfortable but when you're out working and that that was really yeah, that's really good, isn't it? And we do get we go out in all weathers, don't we? Yeah. Not, um, I mean, usually the weather's dry, isn't yeah, it? Normally, yes. Yeah. yeah. Every now and again, we get a bad day, and uh, and, and that's the sort of morning you think, well, do I really want to go? But you said you're going to, so you feel yeah, yeah. sort of obligated to go. But uh, yeah, it's good. You get to go to places that we would never otherwise discover. I mean, that that is a big thing. I mean, this place is. I mean, it's fantastic. We'd never come here, we'd never. And we went to the mill at Long Melford. There was a place there where we were Himalayan balsam pulling. It's just beautiful. And we got to sit down in the middle of the woods by the river. And it was just fantastic. What a fantastic place. And we would never see any of those places if we didn't do this. There's a lot of banter. In There's that. a lot of banter. That's one of the, the best yes. things about this. Yeah, that's right. I got a little dig when I turned up late. So yes. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's typical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you turn up late, we'll be, uh, we'll be done half the morning. Where have you been? Mm, things yeah, like that. that's right. <laughs> I've got to go early. Yes. If, if there's anybody around when we go early, I'll get a bit of <laughs> That's right, yeah. But it's um, also it's a good way of keeping fit as well, isn't it? It's, 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 it's far more enjoyable than going to a gym because you're mm. out working hard and by the end of the day you know you've you know you've been working mm. and uh, i've lived in suffolk all my life and this this area has is a beautiful part of the country and you you feel as if you're doing a bit of good and that's um 
you know, and, and you can see where you've been. And, and it's, uh, you know, as I go around the area, you know, with my wife, I have to say, well, we've we've cut back this bit, yeah. or we've done some hedging here, or we've copied that piece of woodland. That's, uh, you know, it's. Yes, it's, it's nice coming fun. back to the same place. Yes, yeah, that's right. And seeing yeah. how it's either developed or not. <laughs> yes. Or it's just been left to go wild again. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so our summer outing to Trimley Marshes, <laughs> even though it's going to involve cleaning the beach. Yes. I quite the, look forward to that. That's the first outing that we've actually had to do some work, isn't it? But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but still you did call it a task, yes. you by mistake. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Other summer outings have been uh, just... Uh, visiting somewhere and then and out for lunch which, yeah. which is quite nice and with the Christmas we have a Christmas task which is a working task which we go to Assington Mill yeah. and um, that's good fun yeah. and we have a lovely meal there and as well I think, yeah. and it's sort of working in, the, in a forest area and earlier when we first went there we were sort of cutting down old fir trees, Christmas trees that just sort of made them all seasonal mm. some of the more daring ones dress up in Christmas <laughs> hats and things don't they yeah. which is quite good fun yeah we've the last few years we've taken uh, some branches from that and taken home as, as Christmas right, trees yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got involved with the Star Valley project in 1999 uh, when they used to do guided walks um, I live in Clacton come from London so I'm not used to a lot of countryside I've always had a love of nature um, the guided walks, we did do some minor tasks as part of the walks. And then when I retired um, 2010, I joined the volunteer straight away. Uh, and I've loved every minute since. Um, I've suffered with depression, and it's well known that yeah, great outdoors is good for you, and it really is. And it's a great bunch of people. Um, you have to make taken out of each other every week. Um, and you get out in all weathers, all sorts of jobs. It's just a great variety, and it does my body and mind a great deal of good. But over, over winter we do a lot of work. Um, coming up to the autumn we do a lot of um, cut and rake, where we cut meadows down, rake it off so that special flowers can come through. Um, we do all sorts really, uh, path clearing, um, Gen general, a lot of clearing of vegetation, stuff like that. Uh, plus we get the odd things like the forums. Uh, and last year they did a thing at Clare Castle, which was um, an open day sort of thing. You know, we had experts in, and they were guided tours, and I took part in that. Not, not that I'm an expert, but I just helped wherever I could. And that's, that's what I tend to do. I don't like to lead or anything. If give me a job and I'll do it. But physical work is brilliant. Um, I like to go home feeling tired and noticing it the next day because it's done me good. As I'm a student studying environmental science, I've done two years at university and I'm on a year out getting environmental work experience. And I've found the AONB team and found a six month placement that they were offering four days a week, just volunteer and been really good experience so far. I've done about four months. Every two weeks I'm out on these Store Valley volunteer activities, kind of helping Emma Black, who's the country countryside projects officer, um, helping in organising the volunteers and um, the work that we're doing. 
conservation activities on nature reserves like Losh's Reserve here and lots of different types of maintenance, path maintenance and uh, tree planting on the river store, riverside, a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a river warden um, for the, it's part of the Essex Wildlife Trust scheme on the rivers, I think they call it the river hub in Essex and the store was recently included in that and because of the experience that I got doing the walkover surveys for the Dead and Vale and the Environment Agency back in, oh, I suppose started in about 2012 and it went on for about three or four years and uh, when my partner Joe and I finished that uh, we thought that we'd like to do something similar and uh, we got the chance to become river wardens and doing that we do look for signs of all sorts of wildlife um, and we definitely see otter spraint on the river um, around the fens at Nayland and um, uh, we, we desperately want to find signs of water vole and occasionally think we might have found some footprints but uh, we haven't positively ID'd it yet so but one day you get to see everything I mean a lot of things are fairly common there are things like buzzards I've, I've never seen a buzzard before and some of the places you get out in the wild you see quite a few buzzards um, all sorts of stuff you'd, you'd never expect to see you see I've been sort of five yards from a hare, a wild hare, you know, and I'm never going to do that where I live. Um, and if you get out there, it's amazing what is there. We've just, and I love the peace and quiet, um, and I love the com camaraderie with these people, but quite often, like I am now, I'm on my own, and I'm quite happy on my own. I work away, and I'm listening and looking, and who knows what will turn up. Uh, it's just a great experience. I mean, I enjoy gardening, but uh, that's got no relation to any of this, really. Um, and I enjoy the wildlife, but I don't know anything about it. But again, here, if somebody sees something, like the caterpillar this morning, you know, it's fun. They'll try and ID it, and you learn something. So, yeah, trees. I've never really known much about trees, but learning. So, yeah, so it's a learning experience, too. It's not. You don't have to be knowledgeable. It's not. It's not hard to learn. So, you know, I enjoy that side of it too. Lots of reasons, good reasons for coming. Yeah. I, I mean, this time of year, fabulous. I mean, who wouldn't want to be here? But in the winter, sometimes when it's really cold, you are actually thinking, <laughs> why am I here? But no. At the end of the day, there's always the reward of seeing what you've done. And um, yeah. I don't think I've ever gone home unhappy. It's always fun. Yeah, always good to do. Yeah, I'd say anyone should do it. <laughs> and being outside as well, it's good for you, isn't it? And, and uh, keeps you fit, which is the other reason I do it. So I didn't want to do anything sitting down. So 
I knew I wanted to do something that was active. I moved to the uh, to Sudbury with my wife and daughter uh, February this year. Bit of a surprise for us to move this way. We've done some volunteering with this charity called Arosha, which is Christians involved in conservation work. That was in very multicultural, busy, urban West London, Southall. And uh, we uh, said to the charity, uh, could we offer something in early retirement or retirement for volunteering, thinking that would be going back to Southall. A bit of a surprise to us, they said, would we look at Sudbury area uh, and uh, helping on the reserve here, which uh, they'd recently, recently bought. Uh, so we came out here, looked at Sudbury, walked along the river at the, in, by the commons, and uh, came and looked at the reserve and just thought, well, we could live here. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> and uh, just felt, uh, yeah, we were right to come to say, yes, we'll, we'll come here. So we, uh, my wife and I both work part-time in a care home and uh, part-time we're helping the charity, working alongside Mark as volunteers and supporting the work here. And it's uh, just really beautiful place, really inspirational, um, saying this is a beautiful world that God has given us to given it to, to us to, to care for, for the nature and for future generations and we need to inspire people to care for nature and love nature. Um, and this, uh, this little reserve is a beautiful place, kind of putting it into practice and people, we want people to come and uh, understand more about it and enjoy it and get inspired to love nature and care for nature. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're local folks, yeah, yeah, which is good because you know, they then see what's actually involved in managing the uh, managing the areas that they enjoy, and it is and it doesn't just look after itself because you know we do have interesting conversations with with public sometimes, and I really do think that they think it's the uh, the fairies come out at night and do do the mowing or whatever because they're objecting to us being there with the tractor and the mower while they're walking their dog, well, hang on a minute, you know, the work that needs to be done, and, and the pixies don't do it, unfortunately. There's the whole spectrum. There are people who are enthusiastically supportive, and there are others who are rather less so, shall we say. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> and we try and get the point over. I will just say, use one example, as we are here in Corner Country Park, a lady said, because doing exactly what we're doing, coppicing, she's cutting down more trees. So I said, oh, well, excuse me, actually, what we're doing, and I was going to explain the coppicing and the benefits of coppicing, she just turned her back and off she marched. And that's, that's a shame, when you can't actually communicate uh, the whys and wherefores because people don't actually want to know. Um, because if they knew, then they would think, oh, all right, OK. And, you know, one of the interesting little things about these coppice because we, we do the high coppice here so that the muntjacs don't eat off the regrowth but when that's grown back in the quieter areas next in the autumn when the leaves are falling off you go and have a look and there's a blackbird's nest sitting on the stump there fantastic we created a lovely little habitat tucked away from predators tucked away from view perfect yeah, that's wonderful that's a nice little little achievement 